1: Good morning and welcome to Autism Live. I'm Shannon Penrod. We're coming to you live from the Warner Center in Woodland Hills, California. This is the home for Autism Live. It is also the home for the Center for Autism and Related Disorders. I'm so excited this morning. It's Thursday. It's uh, sort of mid to late December. This is the last live show in the studio for the year, but it's not our actual last live feed. I have to tell you that tonight, We are going to be attempting to go live from Spectrum Laboratories holiday extravaganza, where there's going to be all kinds of performers and you know, honestly, it's the kind of event that I always come back to the studio and talk to you guys about, and I say, oh, I wish everybody had access to this kind of a thing and lived in L.A. and could see these kinds of things. Well, I'm thrilled to tell you that Spectrum Laboratories has asked us to come and to, if we can, go live with their entire show. You, if you tune in tonight, the, we're going to start with the live feed. Um, it starts at 6.30, 30, uh, Red carpet. And then at seven o'clock the show starts, and we're going to try to do live the entire thing. And um, you'll have a chance to see us talk to performers like Rio Wiles, who is his uh, rap alter ego is Soul Shaka. And if you've not seen him perform, I'm just going to tell you right now, you you need to. He is an amazing, amazing talent on the autism spectrum and quite the rapper very funny guy, very intelligent. So he's going to be performing. And and I hear that he's got a new song that his mother, who's been on our show before Judith Feldman, who's the author of The Myth. um, Anyway, she, she said, look, he's got this new song that's going to blow the roof off the building. So can't wait to see that. I know that uh, Spencer Hart is gonna be performing. She's been on the show before. An amazing opera singer who's on the autism spectrum. But the other big news is that the other, the big act that's performing, the headlining act, um, the gentleman who is the voice of SpongeBob, uh, his band is going to be performing. So hopefully we're going to be talking to him on the red carpet and bringing you the live feed from his band performing. You know, I I, often in my life, I'm like, how did we get here? But it doesn't matter because it's fun and it's fabulous. So that's going to be tonight. Uh, but today we're here and we've got this ginormous show for you today. That's just bursting at the seams. So many things to talk about, so little time because we've got to pack it all into the last show. And I'm hoping to find time to do my yearly rundown of what I hope for the future for 2019. Let's see. Let's see if we get time for that. But, um, I wanna start out by saying that we are here and we intend to be interactive. That's really what our deal is, is that we want an opportunity to talk to you and know what's going on with you. We know this is not a one size fits all community, right? That each one of you has individual things that you need, questions that you have, and a lot of times you feel alone and you don't know who can you go to. Well, I want you to know that you're not alone. You're here and there's a bunch of us here with you um, and we care about your opinion. We care about what's happening to you. And that is for our entire autism community. That includes people, obviously, who are on the autism spectrum, people who have not yet to be diagnosed but think that they might have some traits that might mean that they're on the autism spectrum. It means if you're a parent of an individual who fits into any of those categories, if you are a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, uh, a spouse, a boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other to someone, is on the autism spectrum i'll tell you the one thing that we all have in common is that we all want good things for people on the autism spectrum we want them to be treated with the dignity that they deserve and we want them to get the help and support and services that they deserve so that's what we all have in common now from there you know it's all bets off and everybody needs something different but that's why we're on live four hours a week so that we can try to address some of that every week, a little bit at a time. So big, big show plan for you. I do like to remind you at the start of the show that we have lots of experts who will be on the show. I'm not one of them. Uh, I am a, a former teacher, so that's a fun thing. And I am a very proud mom of a, a gentleman, he's almost 16 now, who was diagnosed with autism at the age of two and a half. I'm so lucky that we were able to get the help and support that he needed when he needed it. So he's doing remarkably and I have time now to turn around and help somebody else. And that I made that promise a long time ago on my bedroom floor in the middle of the night. You know, help me to help my child and I promise I'll help whoever I can. So I'm just here paying down a debt, not an expert. Don't confuse me with an expert, but confuse me with somebody who cares deeply that you get to all the things that you need because that's what happened to me and i want that for you and you know what i say we hold hands we get through this together you are not alone si se puede right we can do this okay so um having said that we've got a big show but we always like to start the show with something we fondly refer to as the jargon of the day this is when we take on one word one phrase one acronym and we try to figure out what in the hey, nani nani are those experts talking about? Um, so I, I struggled with which term to have it be for the, the end of the show, but so many of you have been writing in with questions about uh, exactly this. So today's term is LRE. LRE, what does that stand for? Well, the actual definition of LRE is least restrictive environment. And this is what the law says... Uh, what IDEA says is uh, the federal requirement um, for placement for our students with disabilities. Uh, so when your child is you know, of age to go to school in the United States, you have, because of IDEA, so we call it IDEA, IDEA, uh, the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, they have a right to a free appropriate public education in the least restrictive environment in which they can access a floor of opportunity to access the curriculum so what does that mean (laughs) well it means where which classroom your child is actually going to go into and it it's a powerful tool for you to think about because If they are putting your child in a classroom with only three people in it, that's a pretty restrictive environment. What they're saying is your child can't handle being in a room with more than that happening. Um, But I would ask you, is that true? Because there are lots of different ways of looking at the equation. If your child had a one-on-one aid, could they go to a classroom that had 20 children in it. If there was a person who was there just to help them um, and say, you know, put your coat here and let's look at the paper here and to help them with sensory issues, could they hang in a classroom of 20 people? Could they hang in a classroom of 20 people if they had a one-on-one aid and regular breaks to take them outside to have a sensory break? Because if that's true, if having a one-on-one aid and regular sensory breaks would make it possible for them to be in a regular classroom, then legally your child is entitled to that. There are some asterisks here, right? um, Your child doesn't have to academically be able to meet where the other students are. They get their own individual education plan. They can have their own lesson plans. They don't have to academically be up to speed they just don't. But they can't, uh, being in that classroom can't present any kind of harm to them or to someone else in the classroom. And if they are having um, issues with being in that classroom and become disruptive to the other student's education, then they might get offered a placement that is more restrictive so those are the things that we try to keep in mind when we're looking at placement for kiddos Um, but of course we want you know at the end of the day what you want to think about is what is of course as parents we think about what's best but what we need to think about is what's appropriate if you have a kiddo who is really bothered by sensory issues for example um you know, a a girl sitting in front of them with a swishy ponytail that's constantly doing this all day long, if that distracts them to the point where they can't learn what the math lesson is, then maybe that classroom is, maybe we just need to move that girl so they're sitting behind them. But if it's not just that, if there's more things going on that distract them, maybe that isn't the classroom for them. If there's someone who's really bothered by not being able to keep up, and they find themselves getting, you know, really emotional and jittery, about the fact that everybody else is doing something and they can't do it fast enough, then it may not be the appropriate setting for them. We're always putting it through that filter. What is best for this individual? But a lot of times schools will offer our kids a more restrictive environment because it's easier for them. Because maybe they don't have to hire as many people. If we stick eight kids in a room together that need um, special attention, maybe we only have to have two teachers in there instead of hiring eight aides, and it's less expensive for them. That's not appropriate. And we can fight for our students to get a better placement, uh, a, a less restrictive environment. Super important to know that if your child can hang in a regular classroom with a one-on-one aid, that's a great reason to argue with the school to get the aid. Okay, so jargon of the day, LRE, it's important to know it. And, you know, my motto usually is inclusion whenever possible. I think that whenever possible uh, deserves many, many asterisks, but um, I think that when we have a mindset where we just separate our kids out, we become part of the problem. I, I know now, I didn't used to, I used to believe that it was inclusion for all, um, but I know that for some kiddos with sensory issues, it's not doing them a favor. Uh, but for the vast majority of our kids, I do think that inclusion is important, not just for them, for, but for us as a society. If we get used to saying us and them, where, where are we going? Um, where we are right now, right, uh, which is not good. So I think that they absolutely have a place in our uh, and in the classroom um, that is theirs to claim, and that that will set them up for success for the rest of their lives. So I inclusion, whatever possible, the asterisk is if it's good for them. Okay, we always have a question of the day for you that we ask, and you can answer on any of our sites. YouTube, uh, Periscope, Facebook, but uh, I especially think this is important at this time of the year as everybody starts to make their New Year's resolutions. I'm always thinking about what do we want to see happen for autism in the next year. So uh, I'm, I'm putting this question to you guys. What do you wish people knew about autism? If there was one thing that you could say, I want people to know. You know, my thing has been for the longest time that if I could do anything, like like absolutely anything, what I would do is take a group of politicians. It'd have to be more than one because one wouldn't do it, but a group of politicians, And I would ask for their two weeks of their, you know, time off and I would have them go live with autism families and I would have them live with different autism families. I would have them live with somebody who was very profoundly affected by autism and I would have them live with somebody who, you know, is considered high functioning, the whole gamut, right? But two weeks because 24 hours isn't enough two weeks for them to see what the families go through what the individuals go through what the challenges are i would have them live with an adult who's on the autism spectrum who's trying to work and then i would have them convene and talk about what should we do about autism i guarantee you the dial would move greatly right because until you've walked a mile in another person's shoes you just don't know and I know that people look at families with autism and they think, oh, I know what that's like. They don't, you and I know that. We know they don't know what that's like. Um, so that that's what I would do. I would send a group of politicians to live with individuals with autism. That gets me excited when I think about that. Okay, so we uh, that's our question of the day. What would you like people to know about autism? Um, and we always have a topic of the week, so, Uh, Our topic of the week this week, can you guess what it is? Because I always hint to it, right? Our topic is inclusion. Um, True inclusion. And the reason why I decided to have that be our topic at the end of the year is because we're headed into a two week period that is weird, right? It's a weird, wonky time of year where. It's like all of the rules get thrown out the window, the schedule changes, there's different food, there's different things going on, and that can be really, really rough for a person who's on the autism spectrum, and it can be super rough for their families. And, you know, I I put this plea out to everybody that let's try to be inclusive and think things through. That maybe, um, you know, if you're going to somebody's house for holiday dinner, Uh, and you know that they make the you know the goose or the ham or whatever and your kiddo is about keeping things regular and the same pack the gluten-free dairy-free mac and cheese and take it with you and let people know ahead of time this is what inclusion looks like we're gonna have duck and he's gonna have uh, gluten-free dairy-free mac and cheese and you know what everyone's going to survive and for the relatives who constantly well I don't understand why he can't have duck just send them an email ahead of time and say I will so appreciate your support on this and not making him feel like he's you know different or weird because he's not eating the same thing and then if they don't listen to it you just have to go well you know they need to go buy a vowel but it has nothing to do with me it has nothing to do with my kid. For families who, uh, we put out a video last week, I hope you guys saw it, that if you are in the middle of an ABA intervention, which I hope you are, and if you are, take your therapist with you wherever you can. Call your ABA provider and say, hey, we'd like to do therapy at fill in the blank. Um, I so encourage you to have a family game night and have You can do it in the afternoon, have the therapist there and see the difference of what it looks like. The therapist will be able to instruct you in how to do inclusion. They'll be able to instruct them in how they can best participate with the family. You will have a better time. Let's be as inclusive as we possibly can this holiday season and know that sometimes it means we have to be flexible. And you know what? We should. We're all the time talking about teaching individuals on the spectrum to be more flexible. Well, let's get our own flexible on. And when we're flexible, we allow people in. That's where the inclusion happens. So, honestly, in the spirit of whatever holiday you're uh, participating in, because they're all the thing that all the holidays this time of year have in common is the lights. Be a light. Be a light. Be inclusive. Okay? All right, so talking about today's show, big, big show today. In just a second, we have Chet Hurwitz and Jacob Blazer, and they're going to be with us from an amazing organization, uh, Ventures... A- atl was i believe the name of it um that helps get employment on the table for individuals on the autism spectrum they hire them which is a great thing unfortunately we don't have bonnie yates today uh, and bonnie wanted me to wish all of you a happy new year uh we will ha- see her back in the new year but i've got other great guests for you we've got an amazing uh entrepreneur from brickful things chris de is going to be with us talking about his one-of-a-kind creations that you can order for the holidays or after when you need that special gift for somebody who really loves, uh, you know, things like Legos and other toys, that you can have amazing necklaces and rings and earrings and cufflinks made for the person in your life that will totally love that. How much do we love this? So, they were featured in our toy guide this year. So, Chris is going to be with us. And then we're going to round out the show with um something that I think is really important. Dina Kimmel is going to be here with us from We Rock the Spectrum and she is bringing Michael Cohen with her. He is one half of the ownership of the We Rock the Spectrum in Glendale. This is a a special sensory gym that is, uh, it's a typical re rock the spectrum gym, but it's on steroids because it's got equipment that's specifically for teenagers. And their landlord has increased their rent by doubling it. Um, And this is horrifying because it very likely could mean, if enough of us don't do something, the end of this gym that so many people count on so we're going to talk with them they're going to give us some ideas of things that you and i can do to help them because it's the holiday season and if writing an email to somebody uh, can help somebody else you know we should all be about that right let's let's make this happy and bright for a whole bunch of people so that's our show plus uh we've got a lot of different things i'm going to try to squeeze in my uh top things that I want to see for autism in 2019, and we got a bunch of questions left from yesterday from you guys, so we're going to try to get as much of that as possible. First, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to be back with the folks from Ventures ATL, so stick with us.
2: Hey, I'm Candace Cameron Bury. Tom Bergeron. You're watching Autism Live. You're watching Autism Live. And you're
0: watching Autism Live.
3: You're watching Autism Live.
2: Autism Works Now is a small business because 90% of individuals with autism and related disabilities are not employed after graduating from high school. Our mission at Autism Works Now is to create job opportunities for spectrum youth and kids through awareness and education.
4: care services to someone with autism? Recently, more and more children are being diagnosed with the condition and getting the support they need as awareness grows. But what happens to these children as they grow up? It's estimated that over half a million youth with autism will turn 18 in the next decade and they'll be faced with a very difficult reality. As children with autism grow up, their services start to disappear or become very difficult to access. Things like medical care, mental health counseling, vocational training, and more. All services that are still desperately needed. The loss of support that youth with autism face as they grow up is so severe that it's referred to in the autism community as falling off a cliff. Adults with autism need the same level of support they had as children to avoid falling off the services cliff. Introducing Skills Living, the web-based software designed specifically to help transitioning youth and adults with autism so they can avoid the cliff and instead fly to success. With Skills Living, help your learner with autism develop the skills they need in all the critical areas of adult life, including self-control, planning, and problem-solving, effective communication, performing life skill tasks for independent living, acquiring and maintaining employment or other meaningful activities, developing and maintaining social skills and relationships, accessing transportation and public services, and being safe. Skills Living includes a comprehensive assessment, a data collection mobile app, behavior intervention plan builder, and automatic progress reporting. It also provides a complete curriculum addressing 16 key areas spanning the entire range of functioning adulthood. Skills Living is easy to use and can be implemented by schools, parents, and autism service providers. Call or click today for your free demo and see how Skills Living can help your learner with autism avoid the cliff and instead reach their fullest potential. Skills Living. Wish. Learn. Become.
1: Parent to parent, token economies are a great way to get to good behavior with your child. So first of all, let's talk about what is a token economy. It's just a visual representation of reinforcement or a reward that's gonna come later on for behavior that you've done now. So I've got a couple examples here of uh, token economies that I want to show you, but one of the most important things to remember with a token economy is that it's essential that whatever the child is working for be meaningful to them. So here, this is a two-part token economy, I've got a list of things for the child to pick from to pick what they want to work for. So the child would pick off the one they want, put it on their other token economy, and you can see it says, I'm working for a play date. What a great thing to work for. And as this child progresses through their day at school, every time they do a task and they do a good job, they're gonna get a token to put on this token economy. And we've got a rule in place for them that says, maybe you have to get three tokens in order to get that reward, which today is a play date. And as the child gets better, we're gonna make it harder and harder. Maybe next week it's gonna be four tokens to get the play date. This is another token economy here. This is a task completion token economy, so every time the child completes a task that there's a picture of, they can peel off a token and put it on to demonstrate that they have completed that task. Again, it's essential that they get a really wonderful, meaningful reward for having gotten these tokens. Using a token economy can be much simpler than this too because you can download them to put a free app on any one of your devices. Right here on my phone, I've got a free app easy kid tokens. And when my child does a task and completes it, and he can specify what the stickers are. In this case, it is a ladybug. And when he gets three of them, then he's gonna get his reward. This is a really simple way to take something with you when you're going on an outing and make sure that your child is staying on task and getting rewarded for the things that they do. It leads to good behavior. One of the most frightening things there is is when your child wanders away or elopes. Welcome back to Autism Live. Joining us via Skype and telephone, we have Chet Hurwitz and Jacob Blazer. They are from Ventures ATL. Very excited to talk with them because this is a topic that we can't get enough of, getting employment for individuals who are on the autism spectrum or just of different abilities, right? So welcome to the show, gentlemen.
5: Thank you. Thank you.
1: We're so thrilled to have you here. So let's start with talking about what is the the mission of Ventures ATL? What is it that you guys are trying to make happen?
6: Well, what we're trying to address is what we could call the employment challenge that many individuals on the autism spectrum face. I think many people, Uh, Many of your viewers are familiar with the 80% statistic uh, that reflects either unemployment or underemployment. So our mission is to narrow that gap, to reduce that rate of unemployment or underemployment by creating jobs that we think line up with the strengths and interests that are frequently found um, with people on the autism spectrum. And we recognize that one of the important elements of an individual's life is the ability to have a job, to derive the sense of personal satisfaction from doing something that's valuable and doing it well.
1: Absolutely. You know, and I'm looking at your logo, which just kind of says it all, right? This, you know, feeding in, you said lining it up. Uh, and, I, and I was like looking at that logo, going, I love that logo. That logo's working for me. Uh, well, okay. some of the people with better artistic skills than me, Jacob, <laughs>
6: and uh, my <laughs> wife can take credit for
1: it. It's great. So how did this all get started? What was the impetus for this?
6: Okay, well, the impetus was my wife and I have a 27-year-old son on the spectrum, and for about 10 years, we've been focused on what we could call challenges of adulthood. And uh, we, for the reasons I've already mentioned, we recognize that having a job that was appropriate and suitable was an important element in his potential, you know, happiness and success in life. So um, I got involved with an organization in Chicago that employed adults on the spectrum, helped create a lot of jobs there. And we decided we wanted to do something in Atlanta for a couple of reasons. Like any large metropolitan area, the need is substantial here. And in addition, we have um, a desire to create jobs that might appeal to a fairly, you know, good-sized cross-section of people on the spectrum. We realize that everybody has their own strengths and their own interests and that we wanted to do something that might be appropriate for, you know, maybe a third to half the folks on the spectrum.
1: Wonderful. I, well, I, I just love it when people have an idea like that. I mean, how many of us have sat around and saw a need at some place? But I love it when people like you and your wife, Chet, go, it's not enough to just think and wish and hope. we got to get up off the couch and do something and create something. Because then the rest of us like to follow in your footsteps. Uh, so this, this is a very important thing that you're doing. But you're doing it in a very unique way. Talk a little bit about the operating, mo- uh, you know, uh, model for uh, Ventures ATL.
5: Sure, Jacob. Could you- sure. Yeah. So um, essentially, we operate akin to any other third-party service providers, so like a law firm, a consulting firm, a tax firm. So we have commercial clients, so companies that hire us to do work, usually on a recurring basis, but also it could be on a one-time project basis. And all of our employees work for us in our office, and so or um, again, similar to any service provider um, and have a similar model. And so we um, employ our employees and the biggest hurdle for us as we grow is finding additional clients to increase our workflow so that we can uh, bring on more projects and therefore it can have a higher work volume for our employees to operate it.
1: Fabulous, so what are the services that you provide?
5: Okay,
6: well we have, um, currently we have two. By the way, just to set the stage, we really opened our doors last summer, so for all intents and purposes, we've been in business for a year and a half, although we spent a lot of time prior to launching Ventures ATL thinking through what are the things that could work, what have other organizations with similar objectives done in the past that have either worked or not worked well. So we we decided that the businesses we would operate, there are two of them. One is what we call a data entry data management business and we'll talk in more detail in a moment about what's involved there. And the other is a product fulfillment business in which our employees do the pick, pack, label, and ship processes of physical items that are ordered online. But we picked these businesses to start based on three important criteria for us. One was We wanted to be involved in businesses for which there was real commercial demand. In other words, the marketplace is willing to pay for the services or products we can provide. We believe in our employees. We know they're adding great value and we wanna be in spots of real market demand uh, because we thought that was a key aspect of
1: potential sustainability. The second criterion was to pick
6: something that would line up with areas of strength or interest of our employees. And uh, in an ideal world, we would have something where, which widely recognized that many people on the spectrum could do a particular job better than average, better than many other folks in the workforce. And third, we wanted to create, operate businesses that would create jobs that our employees would likely enjoy. And if we had those three factors covered, we thought we'd have something that would be
1: sustainable. Love it, I love it. And
6: and so we picked the two that I described. And maybe Jacob, you can talk in some detail about what we do in each of those
5: two. Yeah. Day one, and then the of them. Yeah. Um, so as as we mentioned before, we have several clients, and so um, on a day to day, what our employees uh, really day looks like is they'll come in, and um, we'll have, for example, one of our clients, we do product fulfillment for. And so um, we ship their items through UPS and FedEx and the post office. And so we have a website portal where we'll go in each day and check what orders need to be um, completed. And so we'll do all of the work that is requisite of that and uh, ship them out for a data entry client. Um, it might be a more of a longer scope project. And so um, we'll have little smaller milestones and smaller goals that we have set for each day, for each week, et cetera. And so um, we'll come in and um usually we have a a teamwork centric atmosphere here too and so we'll have employees that are working together on certain projects and that might look like um, double checking each other's work just to make sure we're outputting a high quality product that might be divvying up the work and so we can do it more efficiently um but yeah i think the main takeaway is um, each day is different and um also very rewarding for our
6: employees as well maybe what i would add about the businesses themselves like what they are maybe it'll be helpful to give a little more detail on that So in data entry and data management, we know that in in many organizations either need that threshold entry of data, raw or unstructured data, need to migrate data from one application to another, need to validate uh, or check data to make sure that it's current, accurate, minimum duplications, et cetera. And uh, so our work is sort of on this, you know, range of entry and management of databases that, you know, form the underpinning of many business processes. And the product fulfillment business, you know, again, we do it for uh, a couple of clients right now. Um, And what's been interesting in the product fulfillment business is there's a lot of data work, inventory management and sort of customer data information that goes into that as well. And we've been fortunate in the Product fulfillment business to have a couple of very interesting clients, mm-hmm. uh, one of which has a very um, interesting relationship to folks on the spectrum,
1: and something I guess that you can't disclose because you're being a little, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you're you're hinting, right? And that's okay because we don't need to disclose. No, we can it.
6: disclose it. We oh. can, we, we're happy to tell you about them. So maybe uh, what I'd say is. Um, And in fact, we might even uh, disclose it by uh, showing a prop of each of them. They're they're kind of interesting. So first, what I'll do is, Jacob, maybe you can talk. We'll talk about uh, Tooney and Burke, which is a client of ours, and many of your viewers will know them as a uh, maker of uh, handbags, and so we have uh, worked with them to co-design a new product line that's basically an autism awareness theme product line in which the emblem that you can see on the bag in front yeah. of Jacob might be
5: hard to see. I'll try to get it closer but um, it's a heart as you can see yeah, yeah with the heart and then I'm trying to get the glared sorry a little,
1: yeah there you go the Other um, other okay. side there you go yeah
5: there you go By the way, yeah yeah
6: there you can go. see autism awareness at the bottom yeah and so uh and, and we what, what's nice about this is you know we think it it's beneficial. People can order this on our website or through the Autism Society's website. And it does a couple of things. I mean, obviously it's providing jobs for our folks who are doing the fulfillment for them. It's also an important conversation starter for people who may carry the bag, who find that people kind of look at the emblem, then they read it and then it can be a very nice and interesting way to spark a conversation. So that's been a, a, a good client for us to have and uh, it's also been interesting. Our employees, uh, the majority of whom are male, have learned a lot more about uh, the handbag <laughs> business, including Jacob and me, than we knew before. I'll bet. I don't know the difference between a hobo and a tammy tote. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't even know the difference, so that's good right, that you yeah. know. As
6: I said, I thought a hobo was a guy who hitched a ride on the back of a train.
1: Oh, there we go. I have uh, but never but heard of, the, event, of so a tammy tote. One of our clients, and you know, it's been a
6: really important thing that you know for us to get the word out and. To provide work for our employees, and then we have another uh, product fulfillment client that uh, is in a very different industry that's produced a
1: lot of. Well, nice hang work. on just a second, because that's a that's a fine looking handbag you have there, and and I want to know if if I need to own one of these, how do I get one? Okay,
6: sure. well, yeah, I don't know if the if, the if word uh, should have been in your sentence, but uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, so the way you get them is you go on to our website, which
5: yeah. is uh, ETO shop.
1: Okay, so I can order it directly from your website. And when I do order it, a person who is on the autism spectrum is going to be putting that into uh, a shipping... Container to send in a it very to the new nice container wrapped beautifully
6: yeah. with a personal note about his or her involvement in the fulfillment process.
1: I gotta say, that's a great last minute holiday gift, folks, right there. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. bag. Okay, yeah. so uh, now that I just want to make sure we got that in. So it, the other product that you were talking about,
5: yeah, mm-hmm. take a
1: minute. Yeah. So our initial client actually, um, they make a device called Fixed. Um, and so essentially,
5: in short, what this product does is um, communicates with your car. And so, I've uh, seen this. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, a great, great product. Yeah, it's been very helpful. So um, I think we've all been there when we have a check engine light come on and then, you're like, great, we well, you know something's wrong, but then what? So this product allows you to effectively and efficiently understand the how much it'll cost so you don't get surprised. Um, you could look at it almost as like arming you with information as you go into the next process, whether you're into mechanic or a shop. Uh, and so we do all the fulfillment of these through walmart.com and their drop shipment channels. So the company fixed itself, sells these devices through Amazon, Best Buy, and a couple other channels, but we have responsibility for filling them through certain ones of those. So um, it's been a great um, experience for our employees. There's a lot of data entry work that's involved in the process in addition to the product fulfillment packing aspect of it, too. Um, so it's been a great client
1: relationship for us. Okay. Also, we, we had a little... Chat. Hang on one second, Chet. Hang on one second. We had a little bit of an audio thing, and I just want to make sure that they're still hearing you. Have you still got them, Jay? Okay. We're good. I just want to make sure. So, because okay. this is important information I don't want people to miss out on. So you were saying, Thanks. Chet? Thanks. You no, know, what I
6: was going to say is what's, what's interesting for us, and it's a tribute to Jacob and our employees, is that... Uh, you know, some of the clients we've worked with are, you know, big major producers who have, you know, significant, you know, process requirements and things that they do. And so, our the what we do is mission critical for them. It's important in their customer satisfaction mm-hmm. and the delivery model. And uh, it's been a real feather in the cap of our employees that they've met those, you know, requirements uh, yeah. consistently yeah. and exceeded their expectations in many respects yeah
1: okay and well these said, are both good, really so. great items that you have i want you to hold up that fixed again if you would yeah. jacob and and tell us what the webs what your website is although for that one are we or- ordering it through walmart.com yeah yes. okay Towards
5: so that one, yeah if we were to fulfill it it would be through walmart.com but fixed.com fixedapp.com is how you can find them
1: okay but uh, order it through Walmart so that it's your employees that are packing and sending it out. Right. But what, exactly. is your, what is the website to, buy the, to go to the shop to buy the bag again?
5: It's Ventures ATL. Okay. So our name, Ventures ATL. And then the word shop, S-H-O-P dot com.
1: Dot com. Okay. Um,
5: yep. And, we're the, and as a, to highlight a previous point, we're the exclusive distributor of those bags. And so the only place you can get them is from our website, which guarantees and allows us to ensure that each purchase provides work to our employees.
1: I love it. Now, if I okay. am uh, if I own a business and I go, this is great, this makes great sense, and clearly you've got two big clients, you guys are getting it done right, and I think, you know, hey, I've got some data management stuff or I've got a product that I need shipped out, How? what's the best way to reach out to you so that we can start this happening?
6: Well, obviously they can reach out to us, you know, our email is on our website. Uh, you know, we are available It's a process matter. The best way to do it is for us to have a good dialogue about what their business needs are, what we have found with our clients. And by the way, we've done some good data management work for clients in the commercial real estate business, clients in the insurance business, clients in the, non, uh, the nonprofit sector. Uh, we um, try to carefully scope out the project to make sure that we can meet or exceed the client's expectations. So we're careful to take on work that we think where we can add value. But in the data space, we think the strengths and capabilities of our employees allow us to add value in a pretty wide range of projects. So folks can reach out to us directly and then, you know, they could, because what's really critical to us is that we understand their business process needs so we can be sure that it'll be a successful engagement.
1: Wonderful. Now, let's talk a little bit more about the experience uh, for the employees that you guys have, because um, uh, there are are so many positives to hiring individuals who are on the autism spectrum. As you said, they have unique talents that lend themselves to specific tasks. But let's be honest, there are some roadblocks that other organizations have come up against where they weren't quite prepared to meet, meet the individual needs of this particular population. What, what has been your secret to success? How are you dealing with that? Sure, it's
5: a great question. Um, I would think if I were to put it in one word, I would say, or maybe a couple words, but all along the same thread is flexibility, um, accommodating and adaptive. Um, so we're as an organization, mindful of all of these um, differences that our employees bring to the table um, and are aware of them and are able to therefore kind of structure um, our organization and their workday and how we all interact together accordingly. Um, and so I think keeping that in mind from the get-go has allowed us to build an organization that's, um, again, accommodating of um, the differences that our employees bring and allows. Instead um, the fo- instead of the focus being on those um, differences that might be um, you know, hurdles of some sort in a traditional workplace thus far um, and instead of the focus there, instead to be on their skills that they bring to the table. And I think that's what is really the differentiating factor for us is that our employees come and are able to see that, hey, my skills matter and they have purpose and they have value um, and that they're being used for things that are um, consequential, um, not only for our organization, but for all of our clients as well. This comes up from the, really from the beginning of the interview process too. It's really important
6: to mention that, you know, we're interested in what our employees can do and do well Mm -hmm. we realize that some of the traditional uh aspects of an interviewing process which aren't really that revealing of skills at all may not play to their strengths. so we don't worry about that part of it we uh we want to understand how well they can do this work how interested they are in doing this work Mm -hmm. and how well they'll Re- react to working with their colleagues and even how they might react to the inevitable challenges that come up in a project when you take something on for the first time and I think it's really helped to set the stage it also helps when you have somebody as talented and dedicated as Jacob well it's a team effort. Team
1: effort. Uh, I heard that I heard that compliment Jacob I think that's an amazing thing Now, when somebody – so for parents that are watching this in the Atlanta area and they think, boy, I'd like to have my son or daughter apply for a job there. How do they do that? What's the process like?
5: Sure. So on our website – so this is different than our online store. That's Ventures ATL Shop. So our website is just VenturesATL.com. So difference there. Um, There's a menu tab called Contact Us. And under the Contact Us page, there's another page called Join Our Team. And so on that page, there's a um, form that any interested employee can submit, and it'll just be their email, their name, and then a brief message, and then we will get back to them, ask them for their resume, um, and then they'll be on a running list. And so as we expand and grow, we we'll hold interview rounds several times throughout the years. Um, we'll look at the people that have expressed interest and a couple other channels that we've identified, and. Um, target people that we think might be good fits, and go from there.
1: Have you so again, had yeah. Have you had the experience though, where somebody contacts you and says, "I'd like to apply for a job," and mm-hmm. you say, "Send over your resume," and they say, "I don't have one of those." What happens then?
5: Um,
1: or do you well, not see had that.
5: An occasion where someone hasn't had a resume, but that wouldn't be a deal breaker in any regards. I think what we would do in that case would uh, we would just ask them some questions about. Um, their experience and about what their interests are and their skills. Um, similar, I guess, you could say to what a resume would provide in content, um, but just ask them the questions, and then allow them to fill those out via email form. So it's not a, work. we understand maybe not everyone is going to have a resume, but we still want to have some sort of background information um, just to get to know uh, who's interested in us. Well,
1: I love that things are so good in Atlanta that your young adults with uh, with an autism spectrum diagnosis have resumes. Like, that's that's an upside. But I also love your answer, Jacob, because I think that there are some people that have not... Let's face it, a lot of uh, high schools are are needing to change their mindset into that these individuals are going to go to work um and and we've seen a lot of high schools that don't teach them resume skills because they're not thinking that way so i'm glad that yeah we think
6: it's helpful though because it's like anything else it encourages somebody to think through what they've done what their career interests are and you know it's almost like any process we go through where we have to write something down and convey it to somebody else it helps us clarify our own thinking
1: Absolutely, but,
6: but we are flexible. But I mean, we certainly think that the <coughs> development of a resume is a helpful thing for anybody, you know, any person starting a career.
1: Absolutely. So, what's the long-term plan for Ventures ATL? What do you hope to accomplish long-term? Okay.
6: Well, we have. I, I put it maybe in three categories. Okay, and and so first of all, the most important thing is to have the desired impact on the lives of many adults on the spectrum and we realize and by the way one thing we haven't talked about yet is the very positive interpersonal development and just general personal development that we've seen from our employees over the last year and a half Uh, but it but i guess if we thought think about it from sort of a business standpoint i say an impact in three ways number one we want to grow we'd like to have you know, three years from now, we'd like to have at least 50 employees, five years from now, 100 employees, and there's no reason to put a cap on that. In any large metropolitan area like Atlanta, there are, you know, a much larger number of people we could potentially serve. So we have, number one, that sort of impact of direct employment and recognizing that some of our people would stay with us for, you know, in, for long long term. Others might start with us move on to employment somewhere else on the basis of the skills and experience they've developed. The second impact we want to have is to demonstrate to the broader commercial marketplace, large employers across the country, that these are very valuable employees with valuable skills uh, who are a significant asset to their organization what the way we try to do that is first of all the experience they get when clients work with us they see the quality of work it gives them an additional knowledge base and comfort level about the skills of these employees second um, we've participated in a consortium of employers we've been fortunate to be invited by some large tech companies to help them figure out how they do better in hiring directly employees that they need in their businesses And third, we wanna be a replication model and a source of inspiration and hope for people who may have, you know, goals similar to ours who live in other parts of the country to know that it can work, that there are ways to do it, that we, you know, as we blaze the trail, there'll be some lessons we learned, some things we wish we would have done a little differently and we wanna be in a position to share that with people. As, as people have been generous in sharing with us so far.
1: So basically you want to conquer the world.
6: Well, <laughs> so yeah, part of it. But keep in mind, Jacob, you know, I'm a lawyer, so I wasn't going to go with this one-word business Jacob threw out there. <laughs> no. uh, but uh, you got the general
1: dress. I love it and you mentioned that you have seen some pretty impressive differences in your employees mm-hmm. ways that they have grown tell us a little bit about give us the feel good of this what have you sure. seen happen with these young people that should inspire yeah. all of us to get on board with this
5: yeah absolutely um yes yeah, so we have a couple kind of stories but first on a broad spectrum what's interesting is um, interacting with our employees on a day-to-day basis sometimes it's easy to not see the growth just because you're seeing them every day and so the gaps are kind of micro. Um, But then when you have opportunities to kind of look at the delta between the beginning and now, um, it's really inspiring to see that growth that you mentioned. And so um, obviously gainful employment has a lot of uh, benefits in terms of working towards independence and um, kind of providing something where you can have purpose and um, a mission to your life as well. Um, We've had several employees express to us um, that working at Ventures ATL has provided as crazy as it sounds for the first time in their life, um, validation that they matter and validation that they have value um, and that their opinion matters. And um, we had one quick story, too. Um, one of our employees um, on Halloween, excuse me, um, ended up helping a stranger that had had a flat tire and spent you know two hours with him that night and that uh, was telling the, um, the stranger at the time. Uh, who became a, a friend about um, just starting working at ventures atl and how much of an impact that it has had on his life and it was so impactful for that um, now friend of one of our employees that um, he came and visited our office and wanted to um, essentially celebrate um, the kind of act that one of our employees had and so um, several days later he brought some of his coworkers to have essentially a party with our uh, co-workers and what was neat for chetna was just to kind of take a step back and to look at the interaction and it was normal like it was it was you know it wasn't there wasn't this delineation of uh neurodiverse and neurotypical it was just friend you know new friends just kind of chatting it up um in our break room and um i mean something as simple as that is just incredible to see especially when we have um you know some employees that come in and during their interview process and understandably um you know might be really uptight and they might be really shy and not very communicative and um, confident in themselves and so to be able to see An experience like that, I think, speaks volumes about what employment provides um, as spillover benefits to our employees' lives.
6: And also, I just want to say the camaraderie uh, among our employees, and Jacob has a lot to do with this. uh, He's really inspired and encouraged that. But our employees, when this particular event, which was about a month ago, gave us a chance to step back because we see him every day, we might not have. Focused on mm-hmm. how much they've come together, how interactive they are, mm-hmm. how collaborative they are, yeah. and just that they would have, you know, with really, you know, four strangers for an unrelated from an unrelated business coming into the office, have this totally jovial party mm-hmm. atmosphere was yeah. really an, an
5: interesting revelation for mm-hmm. us. And, Sharon, if I may add one more thing, too. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I've just noticed in working with our employees, um, and this is not as a generalization, but just something I've noticed with specific our employees, that, um, or some of them at least, that sometimes there's a um, – it's easy – I guess this really goes for anyone, myself included. It's easy to forget um, the things that we need to be grateful for in life and uh, the things that we have that we have value already in. And so one thing that we do on a regular basis is have uh, – there's not really a name for it, but you could, I guess you could call it like a gratitude – meeting or powwow um, where all of us get together, all of the employees, um, and basically just say something that we're grateful for for each person. And I think that has had a profound effect on our employees because um, one, it gets them used to and comfortable with expressing gratitude, Um, And looking at positive things and looking at things from an optimistic point of view and also what it allows is for our employees to hear things that they have done well, things that um, they are appreciated for. Um, And I think all of this just goes to kind of bolster the confidence that um, they deservedly have but then sometimes don't really express or feel. And so, um, again, all of this is kind of centering back to – what employment provides and all of these, I mean, yes, they have a, a job and are getting you know, salary and working towards independence, but there's so many other positive spillover benefits, uh, benefits that um, affect the joy of their lives. Uh,
1: well, I think what you're doing is super important. Uh, I appreciate your time so much. Let's, do, let's run through the websites again. So if sure. I want to buy the, if I just want to know more about the program and I maybe yep. want to sign somebody up, what's yep. the website I go to? Yeah.
5: So like you said, there's two websites, just learning more. VenturesATL.com, VenturesATL spelled right there. Yeah. Um, if you were interested in buying a handbag, um, it's one of our Autism Awareness Junior handbags, it's VenturesATL Shop. So the same website, just add SHOP to the end.
1: And that's up on the screen there. But if I want to buy the fixed... Uh, and because, look, people are trying to buy last-minute uh, holiday gifts, right? Yeah, right. You got yeah. two. That's a great one for your dad. Right? That's, that's a great one for anyone right for there anybody. fixed. Anybody who's driving a car... That's a great gift, yeah. and for any woman in your life, that bag is beautiful. Anybody would be thrilled to get that. Those are two great yeah. gifts that you're doing double duty. Not only are you getting a great gift for somebody on your list, but you're making sure that a person on the autism spectrum stays employed. And we win-win. should say, go ahead. I
5: was just saying it's a win-win.
1: Yes, it is a very big win-win. And, um, and we should say that, uh, you mentioned it, these are jobs. This is not a workshop. these individuals are getting paid a living wage yes Yes, right yeah Yeah. And they're also
6: getting to interact with our clients you know they we have one engagement we think of where the our employees came as a data management project where they made a presentation to senior people and a client in the president's conference room and um, you know just the process of Mm -hmm. you know how they prepared for that you know, what issues they were going to cover, how to address that was really meaningful. And it's been uh, uh, really valuable for us to uh, see that dimension covered as well.
1: Well, I just love, love, love what you guys are doing. So buy the fixed, buy the handbag. If you have a business and you need some data management or you need something shipped, then why would you use anybody else is my question. Thank Thank you you. guys so much for being with us. We sure appreciate you, and happy new year. Thank you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Looking
5: forward to next time. Bye-bye.
1: So so wonderful to, uh, sorry for that on the mic, um, talk to these wonderful individuals from um, Ventures ATL. Why wow. didn't that like give you hope for the future, right? We're gonna take a break, then we're gonna come back and I'm gonna try to squeeze in my little uh what I'd like to see in 2019. But don't forget, we've got a lot more guests coming up. We've got Christy Ramondo who's gonna be talking to us about Brickful things, and we're gonna have some folks from We Rock the Spectrum here with us talking about saving one of their I mean, they're all great locations. How can you pick a favorite? But I'll tell you what. The, the We Rock the Spectrum Glendale location is unique because it is specifically tailored to individuals that are in their teen or older years. So uh, we, we need to do everything we can to save this gym. Stick with us. We're going to be back after these messages.
7: For the month of September, I'd figured I'd show you guys how to make a task completion chart to help your kids get through the hardest parts of the day. Parents have been writing in to our host, Shannon Penrod that the hardest parts of the day are waking up in the morning, after school, and getting ready for bed. Please keep in mind you can always modify the task completion chart to focus on the skills that your family needs most. The template we'll be using today to make the task completion chart you can find at facebook.com slash autismlive. Alright, let's get to it. The materials you'll be needing are the template, cardstock, scissors, hole puncher, glue, pipe cleaner, velcro, and photos or images. We find it more reinforcing for kids if you use images of themselves doing the tasks that you're trying to get them to complete. So what I have here to start off are photos of myself doing all the tasks that we're going to add to our task completion chart today. The first step you're going to be doing is printing the template from facebook.com slash autism I have it here and the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to trim at the top. We don't need that, that's just totally excess. Now that I trim my three templates, I'm going to label each one with a different part of the day that we're focusing on, such as waking up, after school, and getting ready for bed. Now that i finished labeling the templates with the appropriate time of the day, I'm going to attach the photos that go with it. For bedtime, the tasks I chose were getting ready for school, putting away toys, putting on pajamas, and brushing teeth. Now I repeat this for all the rest of the day. Now that I've added the photos to the template, I am taking this along with my heavy cardstock to hold all my tokens, I'm going to line them up and make three hole punches. I'm going to take this pipe cleaner and attach the pages together with it. We're almost done putting this together. Next, I'm going to take my velcro, I'm going to put them underneath each picture and then I'm gonna add four on the very edge too. Now that I've attached the rough side of the Velcro to the template, now I'm gonna take the softer side and add these to the tokens. You can use whatever you want for the tokens, whatever your child finds reinforcing. They could be stickers, images, spacemen, Pokemon, whatever they like. Before you use your task completion chart, it's really important that you do a preference assessment to see what your child finds reinforcing that day. Once you have that established, then you can tell them the rule for how this task completion chart works. So every time they get one of their tasks completed, they add a token to it. And the way the task completion chart functions is like a token economy. So after they put a token under each one of these tasks, they can trade it in for their reinforced for the day. Now that you've made your task completion chart, hopefully your child will be able to use it on a daily basis and help them through those difficult times of the day. Well, until next time, craft on. Bye, guys. Can you see me flying by your side?
1: Welcome back to Autism Live. Uh, I'm so glad that Gabriel played that particular spot because we had a question yesterday that came in about that task completion chart. And uh, somebody wrote in and said, where can I find the template for that? And I want to let you know, for all of the Smarties, uh, and we play them at different times and different months, they are all on our Facebook page. Um, All of the templates are in our photos. Now, the difficult thing becomes that there are so many photos for so many different things that you're going to scroll and scroll and scroll, and you could miss it. Um, I did ask Veronica yesterday to see if she could find it and put it up on our Facebook, so it might be up uh, closer to the top if not. I'll remind her to do that. But you can find all of the templates to all of the Smarties on our Facebook. Just go to our photos, and you will have to scroll um, to find them, but they are there. Uh, Okay, Uh, we also had another question that came in yesterday that I meant to address that I love, you guys love the cooking segment um, that we do on the show, and somebody said, I request for tacos, uh, and you really have to make a cake and ice cream uh, for my uh, birthday that's GFCFSF. Uh, And for those of you who don't know, so the GF is gluten-free, the CF is the casein-free, and the SF is soy-free. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about the taco because things have changed so much that it really isn't that hard to make a taco uh, and make it GF, CF, SF. Um, So you can go and uh, even to a regular grocery store almost always you will be able to find a type of taco that'll say right on it gluten-free and most of them don't have soy or dairy. I love that the new requirements for allergens is that sometimes it won't say gluten-free on it um, and I prefer for it to say gluten-free when, when it's when I need it to be gluten-free um, but what they will have a space on the ingredients and they will they will list they have to list the known allergens so if it does not say dairy on it, then it shouldn't have any dairy on it. That isn't foolproof. We have to say that, uh, especially with casein, because people can say, uh, I just had this experience the other day that there was a drink that they were saying it was muscle milk and it was dairy free. But the third ingredient was casein because they consider that a milk protein, not dairy. I don't know how they get away with that. So read labels, be aware, but there are a lot of products that are out there. There are taco shells that are gluten-free, dairy-free, uh, soy-free. Um, and there is great dairy-free cheeses now, depending on whether you would prefer something like Daiya. Um, or there are some that are soy for people who can not have soy, and there are some that are not. I don't know if everywhere in the world, but here in California, there is a cheese called Follow Your Heart that is divine. <laughs> it's like seriously like you hear the angels sing um so i guarantee you there is a type of cheese that you will be able to do that's gf cfsf and then most of the other ingredients you know the taco meat uh, as long as you don't put the wrong seasoning packet into it which i don't i just put uh, chili spice that's gluten-free in it and i put um, a little bit of salsa into the meat and it's fine um, I'm trying to think. You know, what else do you put on a taco? The lettuce, the tomatoes, the onions, the olives, the guacamole. All of those things are going to be GF, CF, SF anyway. Usually, when we throw a party at my house, we have a taco party because it's so much easier to be gluten free. Now, the big bummer if you're into sour cream is that that's a harder sell. Tofuti makes a type of sour cream, but it's got soy in it and And I got to be honest it's it's not the equivalent right they're still working on the sour cream it's great in a recipe but just to put on something as sour cream I probably would not do that so you're going to have your taco without your sour cream more than likely but the rest of it you can have now talking about the cake and ice cream there are tons of ice creams now that you can do that are GFCFSF there's an avocado one stop the presses there's an avocado ice cream that you can have that's basically avocados lemons and sugar it's to die for um so and and i don't think it tastes like avocados i think it tastes like lemon and it's very creamy it's a, a particular type of fabulous there's a lot of people that are making chocolate avocado pudding and ice cream i don't do chocolate uh so i don't know but and check to make sure that it's dairy-free chocolate but Uh, there are coconut ice creams that have sugar and don't have sugar. There, uh, is almond ice cream. I I mean, everything under the sun. So I know that you can get ice cream and you can get it in lots of different flavors and they don't just carry it in the specialty grocery stores anymore. A lot of them are in other grocery stores. It's like crazy, the world we live in. And the cake thing, okay, let's talk about this for a second because there are a million cake, uh, uh, mixes that are out there. Um, and you can get them, I mean, you can go to Walmart and they have uh, a Betty Crocker gluten-free cake mix. You're going to have to check because it may have soy in it. But I'm I'm going to tell you that while I've had lots that are great, the one that is the best, hands down, I mean, I'm talking big winner um if you just want a yellow cake mix the king arthur yellow cake mix good luck getting it because they fly off the shelf because people have found out that this is the thing uh it's amazing and you don't you don't have to frost it you can but you don't have to it is spectacular this cake uh, I just made, for, you, for those of you who watch the show, uh, Nancy Allspa-Jackson hosts the Let's Talk Autism with me, and it was her son's 17th birthday, and she said, Shannon, will you make me a cake? And I made this ginormous cake. It was the King Arthur uh, yellow cake mix. And there are frostings that, again, you can buy in your regular, typical grocery store. There are a couple of different varieties that are organic that are gluten-free, dairy-free, and most of them are soy-free. Look, check your labels. So it isn't this big thing um, that you, you know, have to reinvent the wheel. They're there. They're available. I know that you can do it. Um, A couple of years ago, my son was so unused to having a birthday cake that he could have. And we, we got invited to a birthday party. It was for Kobe, Birth, Kobe Bird's birthday party. Those of you who know Kobe, Kobe was on The Good Doctor. He's been on the show. He's so loved, right? We love him. So uh, my son got invited to Kobe's birthday party, and we had just started to get to know his family and Kobe. Um, but Kobe and my son get along great, and they're into the same some of the same video games. So... Um, you know, Jem was excited to go to the birthday party. We went, and we got there and, you know, I had stuff in my purse for him to eat. And I had a, a, a cashew cookie, a Laura bar for him to eat when they cracked out the cake. And, and of course, Rachel Bird, uh, you know, she gets out this beautiful cake. That's just stunning. Right. And she starts cutting it and it's just, you know, beautiful. It's a carrot cake and it's just one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. And she offered a piece to my son and my son said, no, thanks. I, I, I can't have it and she said really why what is it that you can't have and he said well you know I'm gluten free I'm dairy free I'm nut free and 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 started going through the list and she was like uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah no you can have this and he was like, no, I don't think you understand. Like gluten is in, in like wheat products and it's in cakes and things. That, and I'm sure there's a little bit of milk or butter or something in that cake. And she said, no, this is a gluten-free. She had ordered it from a gluten-free bar- bakery. At the time, I, was, I didn't know that these things existed, right? Nor did my son. And my son said, wait a second, I got to go get my mother. And I was over talking to somebody. He brought me over. He said, she says I can have the cake. And I was like, oh, honey. I'm so sorry, but you know, you're not going to be able to have that cake. And she said, no, just tell me, like, let's figure it out together. Cause it may be that there's something in here that he can't have, but we went down the list and she was like, yeah, no, uh, it's all good. And my kid got to have a piece of cake at a birthday party. And I'm telling you, we felt like we won the lottery because it was so uncommon at the time. Now we go to parties all the time and there's a gluten-free cake and and where I haven't told anybody, where somebody will be like, oh, no, you know, Betty has celiac, so that's a gluten-free, dairy-free cake. It happens. So uh, just know that you can do that. Now, there was another question. Um, okay, I think that's it for now. Uh, and besides which, it's time. We have to take our break, and then uh, we're going to be back with Chris DiRamondo. I hope I'm saying his last name right, from Brickful Things. So excited about that, so stick with us. Parent to parent, you might be asking yourself, how on earth can I afford ABA therapy for my child? Well, the short answer is you can't. No one can. It's really expensive and it's overwhelming to most families, but the story doesn't end there, fortunately. The first thing that I want you to think about is tapping insurance resources. So many insurance companies are paying for ABA therapy right now, so that's your first best bet, make sure and see if your insurance company is providing benefits for ABA therapy and check back often. Now if you see that you don't have insurance right now for ABA, don't panic, there are still other resources. The next place to go is to your local support groups and ask them what local resources there are. That's a great place to ask for information because often states and even counties have support for ABA. And then beyond that, you might consider applying for grants. There are many fabulous grants out there to help you to get support for your ABA therapy. But most important, it's, it's absolutely essential that you get ABA services for your child. We know that that's essential for all of our children and that you won't be able to do it on your own. So seek out those services and support groups that will help you to fund your ABA journey. It's really important to remember that all behaviors happen for a reason. What is autism? 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 What is autism?
0: Uh, <laughs> I've been asking myself that for a very, very long time. Um
8: let me think about that one. <laughs> trying to
0: uh just um Jeez. let me think
8: are <laughs>
0: Oh man, that's a great one. one. Yes. <laughs> uh, autism... Uh, uh,
8: autism
5: is a neurological disorder that affects many of our kids in different ways.
3: It's
4: a learning disability that affects the cognitive functions of the brain. A
5: lot of people have the misconception that it's a disability and it's
9: really
8: not. I look at it as like a special gift.
4: When one person thinks differently from another. It's an opportunity for everyone to learn to understand someone that's a little different than them. Autism is the ability to educate.
1: They're given. So much talent in different areas.
7: To me, autism means a chance to be with and be around people you really care about. Autism is beautiful.
9: It's a way of seeing the world differently.
4: It's always unique, totally intelligent, and sometimes mysterious. Happiness
9: that, that, that comes out of my um, son's um, hard work. It's a movement. Unpredictable. That's right.
4: Awesome. Love. The,
3: the field I want to work, work in.
1: Laughter. Fun, joy. Autism is beautiful to me. I want you to remember these three words.
3: There is
1: hope. To Autism Live, you know, during this gift-giving season, we are really interested in keying you into things that we think are spectacular, that's money well spent, and that's very geared towards the unique needs of the people that you might be buying gifts for. So we put out a toy and gift guide this year. You can find it on our website. And while you're there, check out the new website. It's www.autism-live.com at the very top you will see that there's a little icon that says toy guide. And if you click on that, you'll be able to see all of the different things that we recommended in all of the different categories. Well, we have joining us via Skype, one of the winners of uh, uh, being in our toy guide. So Chris DiRamondo is here with us and he is from a website that's called Brickful Things. And Chris, I got to tell you, we just thought your stuff was so clever. Uh, right now you're wearing one of your items. Talk to us about what you've got on there.
0: Yes. Hi. Um, how are you doing today?
1: I'm great. And welcome to the show. So thrilled to have you here. What is this you have on?
0: Um, (laughs) Today I have on, uh, one of my creations here for the season. Um, this here is Santa Claus made out of Legos, just like all of our pieces. Um, I handcraft all of the necklaces myself. Um, and as you can see here, he's he's all decked out, ready to go for, for anyone ready for the holidays.
1: I just love it because here's the thing. Sometimes we have somebody on our list that we think, oh my gosh, I just don't know what that I... gift giving should be about joy. And you think, well, I could get this person something, but would that really make them joyful? And I can think of 10 people on my personal list that would love something like what Chris has got there. Uh, You know, I have uh, my niece's husband. I guess that makes him my nephew-in-law. He is about all things Lego and brick. And so something like this, or you've got other items too. We should talk about the full line of things, because you do more than just necklaces, correct?
0: Um, That's right. Um, We do uh, bracelets. We do pins. Um, I'm actually, um, and I'm I'm blessed to have a very understanding and loving wife who uh, (laughs) works for the Center for Autism herself. And um, she kind of indulges my... Um, hobbies one of them being a Lego enthusiast so um, as you mentioned before um, giving gifts is about joy and and Legos do bring a a special joy um, not just to the kids but to the adults Um, there's plenty of collectors on both sides Uh, these gifts are great for uh, uh, not just the the kids but um, also for adults too Um, but we also do like I said uh, the bracelets the pins um, pretty much anything that you can think of Lego custom um, you can always, uh, message me and I'm, I'm certainly, uh, very creative. So I'll work with you.
1: <laughs> I love that. And you know, cause I can think of some l- little guys that, and, and gals that would absolutely love these. I've got two little nieces that are really into Lego and friends. So getting them a necklace would be a happy, happy, joy, joy um and but then there are adults i know some women whose kids participate in lego mindstorms robotics that would love a lego necklace and as i said my nephew in law a pair of cufflinks would make him the happiest person on the block right um because he goes to these conventions and things but he's all about the bricks and so these are things that make happy so show us some more stuff chris so people can see
0: Well, Shannon, we'll keep that in mind about the cufflinks because I know that I've had several inquiries about that as well. Or tie Um, text too.
1: Look at that. (laughs) That is super cute.
0: Right here we have uh, Mickey Mouse. Um, I've done Minnie Mouse as well for um, special orders, but anything, like I said, that the kids are into, uh, we can get. So I do uh, Disney characters. I do uh, the Star Wars. Star Wars are very popular with Boys, of course, here oh, I yes. have another uh sample. Here, this one here is a Darth Vader. I'm sorry that the
1: well, parents- you're what I'm sh- because oh, we, wow. you mentioned your wife <laughs> is one of the most amazing people who works at the Center for Autism and Related Disorders, and she can tell you that we have a gentleman who works here very high up, that his entire office is Darth Vader. So, I believe it would be Mr. Hank if th- I'm not that would be the rock star Hank. You are absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, that we absolutely love, but people are always looking for things to give Hank. I'm telling you, these are great gifts, you guys. So, what else you got there, Chris?
0: Um, well, Shannon, we also have uh, additional seasonals here. Um, I have the uh, Christmas tree. Love it. One here. These are very much more, you know, very popular with uh, adults more specifically. Um, for the girls here, what's been very popular this season. Um, are the Unikitty necklaces. Um, I love these it. These ones here are relatively new to the Lego world, um, but I've had a lot of inquiry for all the different kinds, and there's also um, some boy ones too. Um, a, a little puppy named Prince Puppycorn, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh,
1: so you got to think about this for a second, parents, because you know you could go out and try to find these characters, but what's lovely is that Chris finds them for you puts the necklace together, you order it, he ships it out to you, and you've got the special gift, because it's all about reinforcing people and finding that joy. So I think that these are unique and remarkable, and it's one of the reasons why we felt it was worthy of being in the toy guide. Uh, I just absolutely, you know, uh, your wife mentioned, uh, you know, something that you were doing and showed me a picture, and I was like, what? I totally got it instantly um they're absolutely wonderful so how do people get them i mean i know that people can if you go to our toy guide uh you'll find them in the toy guide and you can click on it right on our toy guide and that will take you directly to his site so that you can order but if people don't want to take the time to go to our toy guide which i can't imagine why they wouldn't want to do that how else though can they get to your site chris
0: yes Jan. Um, But please do go through uh, the toy guide. I'm sure that there's um, plenty of other great gifts out there as well. Um, Because, again, these may not, I just want to make this clear, too. These may not be um, right for everyone, too. They are made of small pieces. Um, They are safety in mind. They do have uh, breakaway clasps so that they don't um, pose a a significant choking or or, uh, strangulation risk. Um, But again, these are Legos. Every piece that's on here is authentic Lego. um, So that does mean small pieces. So just to make sure that everyone is aware of that. Thank you for that. Um, But yes, you can see down here below, you can find my information. You can find me at Brickful Things. Um, You could put that right into the Etsy.com search, and you'll find all of our products that are there. Um, I only showed you a small sample of what we have available. Um, But as Shannon mentioned, we do a lot of custom orders. So... Um, Really, Lego um, has a, a wealth of opportunities when it comes to characters and designs, and I can pretty much attest that I'll find it for you or for your child. Um, if, if that's what we need to do to, uh, make them happy.
1: I absolutely love it, Chris. I think what you're doing is amazing. It puts a smile on people's faces and what a conversation piece too when your kiddo wears it or the mom wears it to, you know, the robotics club, everybody's going to notice, uh, and everybody's going to want one. So super smart super clever we absolutely love it i'm um, i'm so glad that we had an opportunity to have you on again you want to go to etsy.com and go to Brickful things or go to autism-live.com click on the toy icon you can see all of the different things that we recommended this holiday season and all you have to do right below each description is a, a purchase button you go you click it and it takes you immediately to that website so that you can purchase the item. I do want to say that we, all of the things that we recommended, uh, we don't, there's no, uh, th- we don't get any money from it. We're, we're not, this is not about us making money. These are things that we genuinely felt would be great gifts. Uh, so, and, and absolutely Brickful Things was on the top of that list. So thank you so much, Chris.
0: And Shannon, thank you so much for having me. Um, and I would just also like to thank um, Doreen at CARD, SPECIFICALLY, AND THE THERAPISTS AND ALL OF THE uh, SUPPORT STAFF THAT um, ASSIST WITH THIS TRULY VALUABLE um, AND and LIFE-CHANGING CAUSE. SO I HOPE EVERYONE HAS A GREAT HOLIDAY, Uh, MERRY CHRISTMAS, AND uh, SHANNON, I I HOPE THAT IF um, YOU you GUYS NEED ANYTHING IN THE FUTURE, uh, PLEASE DO REACH OUT TO ME, BUT uh, WE'LL DEFINITELY KEEP YOU IN MIND. Um, here at Brickville Things.
1: Thank you so much. And and we will say, because your wife Katie is one of the most incredible people on the face of the planet and she has worked at CARD for over 10 years now and she is uh, really part of the engine that we could not do without. She is uh, the person who's training uh, most of the people that are, if you're a CARD family, most of the people that you get to have face-to-face with Katie is part of helping them to support them and train them so that they can give you the best service. So uh, we just think she's remarkable. Thank you for lending her to us on a regular basis.
0: Thank you, Shannon. I appreciate the kind words, and I know she does too.
1: Happy holidays, Chris.
0: Yes, you too. Happy holidays, Shannon. Thank All right, you.
1: Take care. Bye-bye.
0: You
1: too. Bye. Uh, I just get a warm fuzzy. I love, love, love those necklaces. And I got to talk to him about a pair of cufflinks. That's what I got to do. All right. But first, we have to take a break. And then when we come back, it is time we're going to be welcoming uh, Dina Kimmel, first of all, from We Rock the Spectrum. And also, she has with her Michael Cohen. He is one of the owners of the We Rock the Spectrum gym in Glendale. It's all hands on deck, you guys. It's the holiday season. And it's important for us to stand up for the things that we know are true and right. This gym has been a a shining light in the Los Angeles area for so many families. And now the landlord is saying that he's raising the rent by doubling it. Imagine what that feels like for this family. So, uh, and for all the families that go to this gym on a regular basis. So they're gonna come here and talk with us about what we can do to help them. Because like I said, all hands on deck. So stick with us, we'll be right back after these messages. You
3: Hi, welcome back to Autism Live, I'm Lisa Ackerman. I've got Kristen Selby-Gonzalez here with me today and the feedback, overwhelmingly, oh chicken nuggets! Probably one of the easiest recipes on the planet. Uh,
2: We know all of our kids love
3: chicken nuggets. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about corn. GMOs, uh, genetically modified foods, are no bueno for a lot of folks and we agree. So um, I've actually called the manufacturers to make sure these are GMO-free product. Really simply what I did with the um, the cornflakes is just the old fashioned crush away, um, that's just the easiest way. Maybe you can crush that a little well, bit this for is me. our kids can help us with Yeah. Too. we're doing cooking with them. Well, and fine motor yeah, improvement, absolutely. boom, sensory <laughs> issues, boom. A lot of people will over season, uh, they season for adults. So from the standpoint of just putting it in enough flavor, now that we got our uh, base our coating and I'm going to work on how we coat the chicken. Now Kristen, was Jack ever allergic to eggs? He has been. There's a lot of options with eggs. Don't you know that you can also look at duck eggs, really, quail eggs, and other types of eggs that even though they look the same in the bowl, they're different on the allergy panel. Let's say you find out you're allergic to every egg on the planet. You can use a little bit of water and arrowroot starch. I've got a a high-grade stainless steel, non-teflon frying pan. I'm using high-heat oil, getting all ready to go. So we're just really easily going in and coating the chicken.
7: Now, when I'm flipping these, Lisa, do I flip over and over, or do I just cook one side and then the other?
3: You know, I prefer the cook one side, because what happens is the good coating that you spent all this time crushing for me falls off. Gotcha. Bonus. About how long do you cook on each side? About four minutes on each side will okay. do it. And okay. I think you're almost there. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're golden. Fantastic. So if you want to take sure. them out. So now that we got the last batch in, let me take you through what these finished babies look like. Like I said, you're going to have some happy families um, out there wanting to eat this. This is so easy. You saw how quickly we got in and done. Just want to remind everyone we really want feedback at Autism Live and want to know what you want to see next. So if you've got an idea, a recipe you want us to convert um, or to talk about a particular topic, we'd love to hear from you. You could do that at AutismLive at gmail.com or Facebook Land. We're all on Facebook. Facebook.com slash And then again, there's already thousands of recipes waiting for your eyeballs to go cruise over on the TACA website. We'll look forward to seeing you next time on Autism Live. Thanks for joining us.
1: Okay. Let's get, let
8: is everything. Feeling like we have a place where we belong and when I say we I'm first and foremost a mother, a mother of a child on the spectrum and not and gym owner and now founder
4: of carrying this to
8: families who need it as well.
4: My son is extremely hyperactive. Getting him to calm down is a very difficult task. So the idea of Rock the Spectrum Gym, where he could just go and run and play and do all these fun things without any kind of worries and just go, go, go and bring down that energy, it just helps us so much at home. You know, in the home or at school, it's not acceptable, but this is the one place it is acceptable for the child to kind of be themselves and get it all out there and just really just be themselves.
3: It's an amazing place where my son could go and be himself. Um, you get to meet other parents who are in the same journey as you are.
1: I think the most popular aspect of it is how they include all children of all types. Not just all, only learning disabled, lower functioning, moderate functioning, high functioning and non, uh, non-disabled. People there are so friendly. Everybody's like family. They always greet you with a smile. There's not one negative thing I could say about any of the employees. They're all absolutely amazing. I think every parent should walk in through those doors and see what an amazing gym it is.
8: Now a diagnosis being one out of six kids are in some way or form affected with sensory processing disorder or autism. That's why We Rock Now is on the rise. People want to be a part of it. People know that They have a community there, they know that they can learn more information about things that they don't know themselves or that they can share, build friendships, and uh, basically get what you get in an OT facility, but it's not $150 an hour, it's $12.
2: If you're watching Autism Live, chances are you care about the life of someone, or perhaps many people, living with autism. You spend countless hours trying to make a better life for them. It may not have been easy for you to watch the show today. You know, sometimes you could be juggling so many balls in the air, you feel like a circus performer. I remember recently saying to a friend that as the mother of a son with autism, plus all the other challenges in my life, I feel like I'm carrying a tray full of glasses of water and that if one of them topples over, the whole thing is gonna go crashing down. This empowerment moment is all about you. Now, I'm not a doctor or a therapist, but over the last nine years in my autism journey, I've learned some things that have helped me shift from being a victim to having hope. See, I've been in that place, down on the kitchen floor, on my knees, Praying for answers of what happened to my child. I've been in that place covered with blood and tears after one of Wyatt's giant tantrums where I said, Where has my fairy tale life gone? I have a feeling you're a member of that kitchen floor club too. And I've been my wrong. It's been a process. But I've come from that place of being a victim to becoming an advocate for my son Wyatt and for many others as the executive director of ACT Today or Autism Care and Treatment Today. Let's start with reframing the way you think about yourself and your child. I want you to say after me, I'm an activist. That's right. I'm an activist because just by watching this program you are taking positive steps to make the world a better place for your child or someone else living with autism. You are a positive force of action in the world. I want you to start thinking of your so-called disability as an opportunity because it's within our challenges that our greatness is revealed That's where we find our courage and resiliency. And parenting a child with autism is one of the greatest challenges a parent can face. You have the choice to see this as a journey of self-discovery. Some people take expeditions to climb Mount Everest to see what they're made of. You don't have to travel that far because parenting a child with autism is an expedition of the soul. Until next time, stay
1: strong and keep the faith. Welcome back to Autism Live. So thrilled right now um be- Thrilled and dismayed because we are here with Dina Kimmel from We Rock the Spectrum. So that's the part that we're thrilled about. And we're thrilled that she brought Michael Cohen with her. He is part of the ownership team of the We Rock the Spectrum gym in Glendale. For those of you who have never, if you haven't seen a We Rock the Spectrum gym, then you haven't been watching Autism Live. These are amazing gyms. That are sensory gyms that you know, your your motto is the place where nobody ever has to say they're sorry. And we love you and we love your gyms and we love what happens at your gyms. That's why we have our annual sensitive Santa at a We Rock the Spectrum Gym. We have been to the Glendale Gym before for events. It's a unique We Rock the Spectrum gym Mm -hmm. because it's tailored towards... You have all the essential equipment that's in every We Rock, but you have things that are for teenagers. So I have a particular love for both you and Deborah and what you're doing there. So, But something horrible has happened. Talk to us a little bit, Dina, about why we need to be here and talk about the dismay part. What's going on?
8: Well... The beauty of our world, right, is it's huge, but it's really small. I've actually known um, Michael's wife, Deborah, since she was first pregnant with her son, who is now he's eighteen now, isn't he? Harry? Nineteen. Or eighteen, 18, 18, 18 yeah. yes. 19. Their son's eighteen and you know, the world runs full full circle. And six years ago she contacted me and said, Hey, I hear that you've got this, you know, gym and you're starting to franchise out. We want to be a part of it. And they began their journey. But they did something different in their location. Okay, Michael is a musician, okay, <laughs> he plays the drums. They have this amazing, okay, room for drums and music room where people can do that. He and Deborah both have been in, you know, acting as well. They've done, you know, these incredible what, like choirs and plays and um, they have a surfboard, okay? They have a surfboard right. that's a table there where the kids hang out. They truly wanted to build this gym, okay, to cater to their family, and that's really the best owners in the We Rock the Spectrum family. They've been insanely devoted, um, you know, Michael's been working with special needs kids even before he became father to Harry, right? But both
9: Deb and I, yeah. yeah. Um, in very vari- with various different uh, companies. I worked for Easter Seals for like 15 years. Yeah. And, um, uh, Deb with various different companies, uh, and including uh, some, a couple of them that did acting and stuff like that that she would incorporate the different people with, with disabilities in, into the plays and productions.
1: Your story right. is amazing and it's important and even your, your love story should be featured in a Hallmark movie, right? <laughs> right? Because it's, it's an amazing, amazing story and now you've reached this place where you've created something that's not only good for the two of you and for your son but mm. for the community. And it's all in jeopardy now.
8: It's a necessity. I mean, really, um, it's a necessity. There's no other Rerock the Spectrum that um, can cater to the tweens and teens like their Rerock. It's got you know, what, 25 foot, 30 foot tall ceilings, and just how they have it set up. It's the whole vibe there. I mean, really, people come from all over the world, right, to see We Rock the Spectrum. They come to the flagship gym in Tarzana, of course, they love it, but then they go into Glendale. And all of a sudden, three hours later, I'm like, are you guys coming back to train in Tarzana? (laughs) We're still hanging out here in Glendale with Michael and Deb here. And they just love it. It's It's got this great vibe. Well, Deb and uh, Michael, okay, uh, a handful of months ago, okay, towards the beginning of the year, came to me and said, listen, you know, this is what's going on with Harry. You know, as unfortunately with our system, uh, the kids, they age out and there's, yeah. no, there's nowhere for them to go. Yeah. So um, they are very hands-on parents. And they said, you know, listen, we need to pass the baton on to somebody else. And of course, you know, I was heartbroken, their family. And again, incredibly devoted owners and they've been with me since the beginning. But all of a sudden we started this journey and we get these interested parties, you know, who wanted to come on board. And that's when we had to begin the dialogue with the landlord. Ah. Well, then came back the landlord saying that he wanted the rent to be at $10,000 a month, which is, you know, double double what the rent is. So anyone who knows, you know, what we do, this is a labor of love. We're not in this to be rich. It's, yes, you can make a living and pay your bills, but this is not, you know, a business for that nature. Um, They're at their five-year renewal, okay, so their option was supposed to kick in. And unfortunately, that law didn't pass, okay, but the rent control. And so he can do whatever he wants to do and jack it up. We've been back and forth for months, and um, it's been so painful, very, very painful for all of us, especially Deb and Mike. You know, life's work is in there. You know, everything financially that they had went in there, emotionally, physically. Both their kids have grown up there. You know, Harry found his voice there. Michael will tell you more. But we're stuck. Yeah. We tried to negotiate with the landlord, and his words were, well, we'd rather have this place vacant for a year. Which
1: is then, unbelievable. Yeah, then we the rent. Let's watch just, you guys have made a video. We have. And let's watch just the first minute of it, because we want you to go to the site and, and watch the whole video. Uh, but let's watch just the first minute of it so you can see some of the amazing shots of this gym and the emotion behind oh. what's happening here. Let's go ahead and roll that game.
9: The families that come here, a lot of kids, a lot of them, uh, have grown actually since we've been here. They were coming when they were younger, it's been five years, socialization skills have improved, verbal skills have improved, appropriate behavior has improved, easily half our kids are on the spectrum that come to this gym, it's not like there's just a handful. For the ones that are not on the spectrum, it's an educational place to be.
1: If the worst case scenario happens and um We can no longer call ourselves
3: the owner of We Rock the Spectrum, Glendale. I hope that people um,
1: will remember a fun place that uh, opened doors to resources for their family, um, that created memories that we know. We have a website and Facebook pages full of, of pictures of kids and their families spending quality
7: time here.
1: What you just saw there was the first minute of this really incredible video that you guys can go and see. There's lots of places where they can go and see it. Like on your, is it on your Facebook page? Where else can they see it? It's all over social media.
8: Um, We've now sent it on to CBS. You know, all the local news stations. I mean, this is, of course, happening to us here in the We Rock family, and personally to Deb and Mike. But it's happening everywhere here. It's happening. People are losing their businesses of 20, 30 years. It's it's awful. But um, also, you know, on their YouTube channel and on Corpus YouTube channel, and it's
1: on their site as well. So we want to encourage you to go and look at the video and see more of the community talking about the impact that this gym has had on the community. This isn't just, you know, it's so easy for people to dismiss and and say, well, it's just a business and a lot of businesses are going through this. Uh, But where does it stop? And it isn't just a business. This is a community center. It is a place where families go and count on. One of the things that was so moving to me was that one of the people that you had on the video is a mom whose husband died. Mm-hmm. And she said, I had yeah. no place to go with my son. And this became a second home. So, all right. What can we do and what can our viewers do so that we can, is there anything that we can do to help you to convince this landlord to stop that this is not okay that he can't just run over you and he can't just run over us and our community? What do you think, you guys? What is there a, Is there an action point, a letter to write? What do you think?
9: Well, oh, yeah. If I remember right, in the beginning of the video, there's a, a link, or maybe in the end, I can't remember. Um, on basically, uh, who to harass um, <laughs> to right. let them to voice your your opinion and and let them know, you know, you know, not to be the typical money grubbing, you know, yeah. landlord, and you know cut this, at least this one business, some slack. And because yeah. it's, it does truly serve the community, easily half our kids are, are on the spectrum. Um, and, you know, in the summer, we're serving up to about 700 uh, families. And then uh, in the non-peak seasons, it's still easily like four to 500.
1: Well, and, and, you know, he's got to think about it because you bring in a lot of foot traffic into that shopping That's plaza. What and yeah, we and do. They, yeah. And they go, I know when we were there, we went and got something at the little mm-hmm. coffee shop right next door, mm-hmm. so having you there is helping keeping the other businesses in business. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's not, he doesn't no. care, he's not, and he said, I would rather let it sit empty for a year Mm-hmm and not get the rent, then not get the rent that he wants. Yeah. And I just want to say to him, well, we can arrange for that to sit empty for 5 years. <laughs> he doesn't know the power of the right.
8: special needs community. That's what this landlord doesn't know because if, God forbid the, you know, the ha- the thing that happens that we're dreading that it would happen and this gym has to close its doors, there will be families picketing
1: okay that Absolutely. center. Absolutely. We can arrange to have 5 people walking in front of that door for the next 5 years. That's exactly right. Every day there are enough of us that we could take turns and do that to make sure that no business wants to go in and pay that. Exactly. Uh, so he needs to know that, that he's dealing with a group of people that are serious and, and, and this is important to us. Uh, what's your deadline? How soon is he saying that, you know, you um, have to make a decision the, the, and sign a lease?
9: The lease is up at the end of March.
1: Okay, so, we've, so yeah. we've got a couple of minutes got, here. I-
8: exactly, but we're yeah. looking for people to contact the local council member, you know, get them involved, get, you know, uh, you know, the deputy involved who works, you know, right by his side. Write us letters into corporate, you know, please. You know, we're also, of course, hoping for a miracle that there's possibly an investor out there who has a special needs child and wants to give back and, you know, maybe can, you know, uh, again, fulfill that other half that we're missing, what the landlord wants is
1: this for the rent. Uh, is this... Uh, landlord person at all interested in selling the building?
9: Um uh, not that it's been expressed to us, but we kinda get the feeling he's gonna raise the rent till everybody leaves and then probably tear the building down and develop something else. Uh, That's yeah. what we that. suspect. Didn't he just buy spent, it, Michael? They, it's they a new landlord. It. Uh, it's been a couple two or three years yeah. now that they've had it. Okay. Um, so everybody who was already there, their lease is now coming up. Right. And right. so you know, he's doubling the rent on everybody. You know, we understand, you know, you invest in a building, you want money, but to do it to everybody, that makes us suspect that you know, he wants well, to put some plus out there. which
1: there are reasonable rent. I mean, it, when when it's a rental for uh, people to live there, we have laws that say that you exactly. can't raise it yeah. more than a certain percentage. Exactly, like I think three, yeah. percent, is 3 percent is the limit. Three percent is the limit. And in commercial real estate, a lot of times they they put a cap on it that say at the most ten percent. So to raise it a hundred percent, he's out yeah. of his mind. It's ridiculous. It's, it's inhuman it's And we've not, said we'll pay the ten percent. Right? We actually, yeah. Yeah, you know. We,
9: we offered them a, a reasonable increase and they turned it down.
1: Mm-mm. Wow. Okay, so we can write letters to city council. We can write testimonial letters saying how important having a gym like this is, is to the community uh, so that you can have them ready to show. Uh, maybe we need to start a petition of people who are willing to pick it and, and be in front of the building for the next five years to show this Absolutely. person this person. I use the term loosely. Um, You know, because sometimes people don't get it. If they're all about money, they're all about money. But let's hit them at the pain point because it is about money. And if you're going to have people boycotting whatever you put there for the foreseeable future, then you're not going to make as much money.
8: That's exactly right. But really, we're also, you know, really wanting to reach out to the community. If you know someone through a local news station, um, we're going to be working with someone to get them on um, iHeartRadio. Uh, next week as well. Actually, Michael and Deb don't know that, but we're working to get them on the radio um, next week to talk about this. But, you know, someone's got to be out there who can get us, you know, okay. on the local news, get this heard and understood. And again, like I said, if we can't reach this landlord, okay, then maybe there's someone out there who can, you know, bridge the gap for us and, and pay that difference and want to be investor or, you know, again, want to invest to, to move the location somewhere else, right? All because that's All options are on the table.
1: All options yeah. are on the table. So, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break here, and as we go to break we want to remind you the magic of a we rock the spectrum we just had our sensitive santa dina hasn't even seen this yet but we hosted our we have we have a disagreement about it i think it's the fifth but you think it's the fourth and i think you're probably (laughs) like annual uh sensitive santa at a we rock the spectrum the the home gym uh in tarzana take a look and then we'll be back to finish out the show and talk more about what you can do but take a look at sensitive santa 2018 I love it right at the end. Thank you, Santa. Uh, I, we're all beclamped watching that, but that's just some of the magic that happens at a We Rock the Spectrum gym. I really, I'm I'm really proud of our sensitive Santa because I think we do a lot of things right. But when people ask me, "What do you think that you're doing particularly right?" I say, "We do it at the We Rock the Spectrum mm-hmm. because nobody else has that piece of it where the kids aren't waiting in line, exactly They're playing on the on the equipment and for some kids you've seen this for so many years you know they come in to see santa and it's too much and they they back up and they and they run out and they go run and play on the equipment for a little while yeah and the parents are like oh you know see and we go no no it's okay because let them play and then they're going to come back and the one little boy that really tore me up this time um that there's twins and they've come every year and uh he really is not all about the Santa thing and it takes a while and he, we brought him in four different times and he was not having it and mom said, you know, it just might be that this year we don't get it and you know me, I don't like to give up. That's Hope. not in my nature And um, and then you had somebody who had a brand new baby. I'm talking like Three days off the press, it oh, looked he's like, so right? Cute. Yes. And and she was waiting, and she said, "I want to get a picture with Santa." So she brought the baby in to Santa. I'm talking. She put that baby in Santa's arms, and here came this little one who wanted nothing to do with Santa, but the minute he had that baby in his arms, it was okay, Aww. and he came in and he stood there and he talked to Santa for like ten minutes, mm-hmm. and the poor mom couldn't get the picture with the baby, <laughs> right? But the other mom was freaking out taking pictures and saying, oh my, I mean, talking to Santa and going, you know what, Santa? And, and it was just because he was okay if he was holding the baby. I don't, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Um, and then he went and played, and he was all about Santa the rest of the time. And the mom with the baby got pictures eventually, and I thanked her, I said, you know, I know that it sort of interrupted your time. And She said, no, 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 we all know why we're here and um, that that little boy, for whatever reason, we said your baby is magic, uh, that it can happen. Anyway, it doesn't work without you, and it doesn't work without your gym, and there is something special. You know this, because you have them popping up all over the world. It wouldn't happen if there wasn't something special at a We Rock the Spectrum, because people can come in and work through all kinds of things, and this is what's happening at your gym. But yeah, with older yeah, kids.
9: Yeah. Well, because when we started, uh, uh, our son was 13, and uh, his sister was 14, and so everybody we knew was teenage years. Yeah. So we were like, well, you know, the gym is great for the young kids, but you know, once they start getting older, there's less and less resources and places for them to go. Yeah. And so uh, we designed it with, you know, we want it to be welcoming to teens and and things of that nature. Um, you know, our zipline holds like over 400 pounds because wow. we know sometimes you know they're on meds or whatever that cause right. uh weight issues. So, like 150 pounds wasn't going to be enough, we needed you know something. And the next step up was 400. So, okay. um, I did not know this, <laughs> I would have been I, I, on your zip and, line. And so, be
1: zip line and yeah, and so then I get to, you know, I don't want to come and do the oh, zipline. I, I open in the morning,
9: I do the zipline, I close, I do the zipline, <laughs> there you um, go, um, and uh and so yeah and then the high ceilings help with the you know like our son when he was when we visited some wee rocks before we opened and he had a duck yeah you know so but now you know the older kids they don't they can jump and not have to worry about you know hitting their head or anything like that um and you have a music room and we have the music room my wife grew up doing musical theater um and still loves it and then i've just been a drummer forever and so music's a very integral part of us so we wanted that in the gym um and so they yeah the kids go in they bang on the drums and we're like close the door you know (laughs) um and we have a keyboard in there and a couple of like you know small guitars and and we let them just go in there and just explore the instruments and um and then uh you know we have everything else that all the, the gyms have my wife has Uh, about half of her autism library there at the gym for parents to to peruse through the books and copy pages if need be or whatever, you know. Um,
1: It's uh, unique and it's special. If there isn't anything yeah. else like it in the and, world. And,
9: and I'm sure it, all, it happens at all the re-rocks. We have a, you know, like I said, we have about half our kids are on the spectrum. And about half of those have their therapists coming with them. Yeah, Whether it's uh, right. uh, OT, PT, um, ABA, whatever it is, behavioralist. They come in and they work on their stuff there. and Because uh, it's a better setting than in home or uh, yeah. in an office somewhere like that. So they come
1: to the gym. It's amazing,
8: but like Mike said, that the unique thing about there we rock, and you know we've got gyms in, um, you know Agoura, Woodland Hills, Tarzana, Northridge, uh, Santa Monica locally, and uh, Studio City. We all send the teenagers over there yeah. because you know, really they max out at 13 in the other locations, they do. And listen, anyone, any age can go into any We Rock, but really to be able to use the equipment, I mean, they have swings that hold, you know, 300 plus pounds. Right. Um, You know, I'll never forget that day, I gave Deb a swing and I saw Harry in it and he was so Mm -hmm. happy and she sent me this photo. But, you know, they have also had their own miracle there, they came across this incredible speech program, right, that Harry, you mm, know, then uh, began. And um, Deb worked hard and advocated and I worked with her and we got you know a special needs attorney on board and got it paid for through the state. And if they didn't own their We Rock, they would have never even found out about this other program. But literally, people will drive an hour to get to their yes. gym with their teenagers because they know that, you know what, that's the, you know, they, that's the cool We Rock. That's right. for, you know, as
1: teenagers. And we have to save it. We have to. This is, this is no the option. bottom line. We have to save it. It's, uh, and, and I would encourage everybody to do something. Uh, whatever it is that you can do, share the video on, uh, you know, if you're watching in the state of New York and you're like, Shannon, I don't know what I can do, share the video on your Facebook yeah. to get the word out there so that this landlord knows that this is not acceptable. It's ridiculous. Yeah, can we all and, agree and that? S- and yeah. send
9: your, your, your letters or whatnot to the link mm-hmm. that's on the video. Yes. Um, because okay. that's going to be sent to, to them. All right. Um, and.
8: And we're gonna say Merry Christmas. So that's that's what our intentions are. We're gonna we've got this whole, you know, we've got about a hundred letters, okay, collected. Okay. And we are sending this to the landlord in a care Merry package for Mer- Merry Christmas. Please do the right thing. Absolutely. And keep this location open. So those- I love it.
1: Unfortunately we're out of time, but again, watch the video. This is our last live show in the studio oh, wow. of the year. Uh, but we are going to be live tonight on Facebook for the uh, Spectrum Laboratory event that uh, lots of performers, we're going to try to be live for the whole thing, you know, internet, let's, we're going to give it our cool. best try. Yeah. So including, we're, we're going to be interviewing the gentleman who is the voice of SpongeBob and seeing his oh, wow. band perform live. So don't miss it. Uh, That's starting tonight at 6:30. The performance starts at 7 o'clock, and it will be on our Facebook uh, channel. I and I just want to say in passing that you know for 2019, our word for today was inclusion. This is what I want to see, and this is what these people do. So let's all fight for inclusion in 2019. We'll be back here Thank you, then. Shannon. Thank you so Thank much. You. Happy New Year to everybody. But check us out tonight on Facebook at 7 p.m. 6:30 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, And until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Bye bye for now.